Monster RX 93.1 presents H.O.T. Heard on Thursdays. The podcast edition. Select episodes of the iconic radio talk show that made Philippine FM Radio Talk. Winner of multiple KBB Golden Dove Awards. Directed by Rafael P. Reyes. Your host, Nikki Porter. Nikki is about to go live online. Catch HOT, the iconic radio show that made Philippine FM Radio Talk every Thursday on The Monster. Streaming video on The Monster Facebook page at RX931, The Monster YouTube channel at RX931, and twitch.tv slash monster RX931. You heard on Thursday's host, Nikki Porter. Stand by and enjoy the program. Monsters, good evening. It's Nikki Porter back with you for more hot conversations on HOT. That's heard on Thursdays, the show that made FM radio talk. Happy birthday to the monster, y'all. Yes, we are celebrating our birthday on August 23, the day of the founding of Audiovisual Communicators Incorporated or ACI, which is the mother company of Manila's hottest monster RX 93.1. Now, on birthdays, we usually reflect on changes, on transitions, on growing up, if not growing older. And whatever your age, tomorrow is a promise waiting to be fulfilled and the beginning of the rest of your life. I know that sounds dramatic, but let's internalize that for a little bit. Now, it's the same with the monster, especially after those two challenging, critical years on this anniversary season. It's as if we're starting all over again staying authentic while becoming the best version of ourselves. That's why the theme for this year's anniversary celebration is rebirth, re-energizing, and restarting. The monster is turning 39, by the way, and some people are scared of being in their 30s. They think it's an ending when it's really a beginning. So for tonight's pre-anniversary special on HOT, we have invited one of today's top well-being coaches to share their thoughts on adapting to changes, setting goals, and loving yourself. She is also a certified strength strategist. She is also a certified self-love solution teacher and story bringer. And fun fact, she is the mother of a former monster jock you love who is now a TV and events host and podcaster. But once a monster, always a monster. Cara Erigel of Wild and Wicked. Yes, we're talking to her mother this evening. Heard on Thursdays to join me in celebrating the monster anniversary. Well-being coach Leia Erigel, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Hi, Nikki. Advanced happy birthday to us. Yes, I know. It's a big Hello. month for all of us, definitely. But I'm so glad to have you on the show. Um, and I know you've been very busy in the past two years. As if the pandemic wasn't happening, you were counseling, probably holding seminars remotely. You were on podcasts and videos, including your daughters as well. But the first question I ask my guests usually, what were you doing during the pandemic? That wasn't the same. That wasn't like in, in terms of your job, in terms of like counseling, etc. Like what was... What was keeping you sane during the pandemic? Okay, that's thing. Um, so before the pandemic, I was doing getting work consultancy. Then 
um, so it's mostly markets what I've been doing for the like 20 years of my life but I had recently gotten into coaching was still feeling uncertain about it mm -hmm. but what I did in the pandemic that really saved me was I got into coaching full on and have to say that going into coaching is ironically or stingly or gratefully this all happened in the past and I realized that with coaching teaching if I won a million dollars I would still be doing it. and that happened that position happened during the pandemic Oh, that's so great. Oh, well, I'm glad you were able to find, like, you're, you're enjoying yourself now and, you know, finding purpose also in becoming a coach. Now, for all the monsters who are tuned in, uh, just a little FYI, we do have a bit of a delay during our uh, interview. So, mind you, if there are any uh, gaps in between, dead air in between, that's just, uh, that's just our delay that uh, we're encountering technical difficulties in the time of covid and in time of a uh, remote live streaming <laughs> all right so our next question so our radio station manila's hottest monster rx 93.1 fondly called the monster is celebrating the anniversary of its establishment in august 23 so it's a whole month celebrations this august now for people though when they're about to reach his or her birthday in their late 20s onwards sometimes they get a case of birthday blues now why do you think Leia this happens hey a uh, few things let's just make three to four points okay um, the birthday blues happen one because the person thinking oh no no older um, and getting older then I'm getting older and I should be something huge and big and famous and rich all these like crazy expectations of the self number three whenever we go into our birthday it's a milestone we have a tea to look at what have I accomplished you know, invented something that will change the world. I mean, that's where we we'll. And then there's social pressure. You know, tumatanda ka na, ano na nagawa mo, may asawa ka na ba, may anak ka, may bahay ka na, may kotse ka na, etc. So that, all those four things there, the, the worry or the belief, and I'm gonna call it belief because aging or the fear of aging limiting belief mm. it's a limiting belief i'm gonna say that high expectations only to harsh self judge mm. lack accomplishments what does that even mean lack of accomplishments compared to whom and you know as donny brown says when we start pairing that is the thief of joy yeah so accomplishment is relative, really. Um, plus pressure. What we'll say. It's one of the worst insane things we can do to ourselves is about what will people say. And the things that can cost the birthdays. Mm. 
Now, how can we transform then birthday blues into birthday joys? Like, what should we think about? What should we do to shift our mindset? First of all, aging. Again, aging is its a limiting belief. Because, you know, with everything around us now, you can start, oh, you can reinvent yourself at any age. When I talk about love, once upon a time, it was like, I see if you're a woman, certain age, wala na, you can't get married. True. I mean, people who are still in 80, they're getting married, right? Writing books, um, past sickness, there's just, it's up really. So, aging is in belief. If you believe you're old, 30, my daughter, Yara, used to say, Mom, I'm fine, I'm old. I'm like, <laughs> just starting, you know? 30. 30 is a wonderful age. I know, I know though, I was there like, oh no, I'm third old. It feels like that, but certainly it doesn't feel like from here. Um, and so I'm very, very passionate about, about changing, the belief about changing. Why fear it so much? We're all going to age. Instead of, instead of, fearing it why not accept it went forward to it mm-hmm. it's one um, and then for the more practical things like how can you turn the birthday blues and birthday joys one make the intention to start day right and do you start the day right the best ways to start the day even to end the day is gratitude one of the things also that I'm very about is that we need to live in a state of gratitude. So instead of being duh, 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 so instead just wow, it's another year. Another year for me to reinvent myself. It's another for me to learn something new. Um, two, find the best way to celebrate. Good for you. Not necessarily people expect you to do birthday. Well, it feels good. If I, the best way to say it turns out to be just a simple dinner with your family, go do it. Mm-hmm. If it's time that you to do, do it. Also, try and over plan. I think days, birthday becomes stressful because then it's expectations. So much expectations. Have to manage your expectations. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a big day, and get to choose if you want to be about it. It's your choice if you want to be full about it. You just is you a small birthday cake family with you. If you be happy, you will be happy on your way. You can be in the middle of a big hotel everyone there you're unhappy about your you will be so it's a this choice Mm-mm. okay and so now though i think i think that's a good way to do it like start with start and end the day with gratitude i think that's very important uh, for all of us i think um just starting the day in general really even if it's not your birthday sometimes that's something that we forget 
uh, to do. Like another day to be able to to be alive and do things and, you know, make a day, make a great day out of it. So um, I think that's something that we can all reflect and try and do, even if it's not our birthday. So by the time our birthday does come again, then uh, we can try and have a better day and make a better day out of it. <laughs> so... The Monster is celebrating its birthday on August 23 and the the mother company of the station, ACI, was established in 1983, which makes it 39 years old. Now, there are many people today, many young people today, who seem to be age-conscious to the point of sometimes being ageist. And since, of course, there are society value sensitivities that have changed and are still changing drastically, especially in recent years, there are stark differences in the way these different generations view things among gens XYZ and baby boomers. So what's one thing to keep in mind, Kaya? When someone finds themselves in a discourse with a much older generation or a much younger generation with regard to life choices, what, what are some things to keep in mind so it doesn't lead to like a heated discussion? Because sometimes that happens. I've had those situations happen to me as well um i think we start getting into an art when we do labels um again because a belief so you can easily get into an argument you say oh because well we're millennials and we do this or you know the people we do this well you're gen x so you don't stand I don't understand the value of doing that because I work with people who are Gen X. We're fine. Um, but also, if, if I choose to, I could get into an argument. But what is the argument for? Mm-hmm. I think whether you are Gen X, whether you are Gen Z, whether you are Millennial or Boomer, these are labels. The whole for me is to live with the beginners. Because whatever age you are, there's always something new to learn. If you start thinking whether you're whether you're in Z and you think ah the um, Gen X and the Boomers don't really know how to run the internet. Ah, I know better. Um, then that's killing the beginner's mind. So, whereas, let's say if you have a boomer who wants to learn, or there's no one that. Because learn keeps you young. And leaving your mind open. So, saying is, whatever age are, it's important to learn from people older. Because there's always going to be some that you don't know that they... So, I have coaches who are... I have coaches who are Z. And I say, oh, teach me that. I don't know that. And that puts us level na pareho. It's not about age. And, you know, able to have wonderful conversations that have nothing to do right yeah keeping an open mind and that's a good point that you said that you know um you can learn at any age and i think um yeah keeping an open mind definitely it can be a challenge for some because some people are kind of set in their values already and their beliefs na 
that wasn't the way we did it before. <laughs> so, uh, so it's kind of like you know trying to be more open to the idea. Well, things can change as well over time, and yeah, so that way there can be a better conversation. So, um, perhaps one of the issues the younger generations have in sharing with older generations is on the topic, especially of mental health, because that is ta- being talked about so often these days that you know back then. It was very rare for people to actually open up and share about these uh, mental issues with one another. So how should both sides approach the conversation so there's more understanding and less judgment? Because I know there's also fear involved when you're opening up about a mental issue that you have, right? So how can we go about this conversation? Okay, Uh, I think with older people... Our culture, because you didn't talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. People heard to talk about cancer. Then, say, one in their family was going um, depression or anxiety or disease, um, emotional and disease. So, I love this in our lives because letting go of the shame and we're talking about we're talking about our feelings and we're especially talking about our feelings our difficult feelings mm-hmm. uh, I've had parents I've had parents of my coaches say parang ang masyado lang sensitive parang nung panahon naman natin Hindi naman tayo ganyan. I'm revived it, right? We were fine. And my answer to that is, okay, if you were fine, why is your seeking help through a coach? So, we go back to belief. Kasi, ang totoo, malang, lahat ng dinanan ng mga bata ngayon, Dinaanan namin yan dati. It's just that we didn't have a voice. Mm. Because we weren't allowed to... Mom, I feel awful. I feel messed up. I, I can't... I have... I can't... I have anxiety. We weren't allowed to say that. Because we would have been put down and put to shame. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm a huge, huge shame slayer. Mm-hmm. No, put it out there. In with it. Mm-hmm. Because... You cannot, you cannot resolve something unless you acknowledge it. That's true. Okay, and so uh, throughout your career though, as a well-being coach and as a certified narrative coach as well, do you think that more people today are too pressured to achieve or accomplish some, some great goal before they reach 30 or 35, even 40 actually? Yeah, uh, you know what I think it is, and I'm gonna. My dog kill me, right? She's lit. Hello, Kara, I you. <laughs> well, she, she and my son are my old director, right? <laughs> she would say, you know, she would say, I'm this age and I haven't done this and mm-hmm. I, I haven't done that, and I'm like, so what? Get to do your thing when you're ready to do your thing. And I'll be the first to say that 
you know, with the internet, social media, of course, it's a given how it's touched our lives. But all like everything else, light and dark, and things about that is... Nung lumalaki kami, ito lang yung namin eh. You know, this. But now, kids see this. Kids see... Kids see... Earning millions before they turn teen because they're on YouTube mm-hmm. unboxings and they think see I need to unbox things too by the time I'm 16 and I got some money and just because the world is so big and there's and there's FOMO um, and I think that's what leads people to think plus people go on social media and have the need to look good and only present what's so then people oh no they're happy all the time mm-hmm. they're all in good food they're always in restaurants oh they have such a wonderful relation they keep saying I love you to other on social media Nikki do not get that <laughs> okay I'm just gonna put it out guys please explain okay? because I am I am Gen X Kung katabi mo yung taong karalin mo, bakit mo sabihin, babe, love you so much? Uh, okay, on book? <laughs> uh, so, you know, my belief, the people who deeply love each other, they say it to each other. They don't need to put it out on Facebook mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And, um, bato-baton sa langit, tamaan magmagal. Usually, yung mga kakilal, umuulan, I love you, I love you, babe, I do. Ay, may mga problema yan. <laughs> may mga problema na dinideflect nila. Tapos, wala nila sa face. Ah, ang saya-saya na. Uy, masaya pala kayo. Ba't uh, i-announce? Mm-mm. Just me, right? It's just my two... <laughs> no, that makes sense. Like, uh, it's really... It, social media can be used as a smoke screen, definitely, for um, what's really happening behind the scenes. So, um definitely uh, some of us yeah. still have to learn even if we know that sometimes we still when we see the videos or the the posts though it's like you don't know what to believe like you would like to think that they're happy but then like pala, behind the scenes issue na sila. so yeah it, it's it's a hard place to navigate for sure until now social media is very hard to navigate no but when it comes to goals mismo no it's like um, being 30 to 40 years old you want to achieve these things when do you think a life or personal goal becomes more of an impediment impediment than an opportunity like does tying deadlines along with these goals though is it always a good thing you know what there is such a thing everything to the extreme is good thing right so it's it to have goals you have something to look forward right but it's so important to realize when the goal doesn't happen it's just important to be kind to yourself mm-hmm. it's interesting because one of the most one of the biggest openers when I did certified uh, narrative coach is when founder um, Dr. David Drake that he doesn't necessarily do goals when he does coaching 
because usually people who go coaching are all drowning. Tapos, dadagdag pa siya ng, oy, kailangan mo ng goal. Kailangan you know, goals kasi can sometimes so external. I want to have position at work by the time I'm 30. To own a house by the time I'm 40. Kung ganun ang mga goals mo, it's very, you are putting yourself, uh, what's the word, uh, big check, you can get uh, disappointed. Because external, you, you look at goals external, if you're gonna say, by the time I'm 30, I think oh, by the time I'm 30, I'm gonna be clear to myself. By the time I'm 35, I am going to go out with guys who like instead of work if they like me. Those are good goals. So what am I saying? Examine your goal. Examine your goals and put inner work then outer expectations or signposts. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, no, that makes sense because it's like, yeah, some of us, we have that, you know, in nga, like by the time we're 30, by the time we're 40, we have all of these goals. But that's, when I when I was in college, just short cuento, but when I was in college, when I when I was asked my my professor, where do you see yourself in five years? So I think I was 20 at the time, so I'd be 25. So I actually said by 25, I would be married. <laughs> I would have a family already. Right? Yeah. Right? And so, like, I thought that was, no, because that was the, I felt like that was the expectation that people would have of me or, like, p- people at that age. You're already working. You're assuming you're already working. You're successful, earning money, and then meet the love of your life, bigla, in a matter of five years, and then you get married. So, that was my expectation. So, now, I'm 30. But then it's still like, you know, I mean, eventually I want that to happen. Pero it's like, I don't want to give myself a dead. I like it's trying to, I'm trying to not give myself a deadline anymore. Because especially with something as big as that, I feel like that's super pressuring for me. And so, yeah, yes. I learned, I learned the hard Great. way. <laughs> now, um, so there are you know, social media side though, you know, with, you don't know if it's happening like real time that they're actually happy or not um when we have family or friends question our progress naman like you know hindi ka pa promote associate ka pa rin parang wala ka pang joa sure ka ba business yung business idea mo is that going to be successful do you really think you know that leads us to doubt ourselves and feel shame about where we are in life na parang we should be exceeding we should be doing more so, is there a proper way to respond to those questions? Because sometimes you just are put in a corner and like you don't know what to do. Do you lash out or do you be more diplomatic? <laughs> you know, um, remember when? But this shirt that I saw totally fell in love with. I looked for it and I went for the whole family. Shirt says, "Kayo den tumaba." <laughs> Love it. 
I love it. <laughs> yeah. And it's, for me, it's like the whole theme of tayong mga pili, medyo mahina tayo sa boundary. Kasi, naman business yung tumaba, nag-asa, may anak, walang anak, may trabaho, walang trabaho, but I don't know why we make it our business. It's our culture and it's not just it is what it is, just to make it right. Hindi mm-hmm. nakakatulong. Yeah. Uh, the, the answer would be, you know, find a way find a way to make it a funny. That's why mm-hmm. I bought that shirt. <laughs> no, that that's true. That's true. I try to try I try to make it funny then when I get asked those questions. But those questions but then at the same time it's like in my head I'm saying something else entirely <laughs> so just keep it to myself enough. right <laughs> ay nako titas titas enough for those questions <laughs> titas and titas actually so yes and those ko. questions I know ay nako well anyway um, if it's not people though let's say it's not your circle of friends and family who doubt or challenge where you are in life. Sometimes it can be our own selves who can be our own worst enemy. So why do you think we are so hard on ourselves? We are so hard on ourselves because we hear the voice of other people. We are so hard on ourselves because we're what will people say? Yung mga Pilipino, saan tayo pinalaki? Oh, naku! Masasabihin ni... It's just insane. It's insane. We need to stop thinking what people say. Why? Because at the end of the day, you're sleeping you. Mm-hmm. Whether you're partnered or not, at the end of the day, you end up with you. You mm-hmm. live with you on a 20 set... 24 and basis and if anyone who needs to be friends with you you need to be good friends with yourself and that's not going to happen if you think ay anong iisipin niyan ay anong iisip la gantong age na ka pa kung asawa wala pa kung anak ito pa lang yung trabaho as opposed to you know what you do you you do you I don't understand this. I and I have a lot of coaches, you know, younger than um, Z, and that's their stress. I'm only twenty-two. Jeez, you're only <laughs> twenty-two. I should be doing the really. Who said? Want to see the book? That that's what you should be doing. Bear the expectations in their heads so early, right. so early. I have seen-year-olds who say. Be this, I should be that. Where is God coming from? Yeah, it's very difficult to um, try so and produces. Like, yeah, it it produces like a lot of like doubt and like will I ever like uh, live up to my own expectation? If your expect well it depends also if your expectation is your own and not anyone else's. No, so it's like trying to. That's when defining your life and how you want to live it like comes in also now like so that said though uh, and I know this can sound cheesy how can we turn 
from our own worst enemy to becoming our own best friend or cheerleader even. Sometimes there's only you on your corner and you have to be that person to yourself. So why do you think uh, this is important and how can we do that if we berate ourselves so so much so often? You know, all of us have at least two sides to there's the inner or the inner sabot and then there's the inner um, leader mm. and it's very very important for us to learn to do mind self talk our inner sabot is there to protect so it's going to say gawin yan nako magsasucceed you'll fail my god what will people say just just do this just do the ever because you know this na eh. do that new thing oh my god you're going to it's detect you mm. and then the inner cheerleader who had to say go you can do it you can do it try what if you fail okay just stand up and you try again and it's important for us to have those to allow those conversations inside our heads always make always make the inner cheerleader win. Mm. You acknowledge the first of your inner saboteur and and then let the inner cheerleader say, Okay, understand. I understand why you're scared. I understand why you think we're never gonna make Oh okay can I Okay, mm-hmm. we try this. Mm-hmm. You know, like how you would talk to one you love. That's how we need to be talking to ourselves. Yeah, that makes sense. And hopefully, we all learn how to do that uh, eventually. And I don't think it's too late to actually learn something new in that sense. Also, if you are always your own worst enemy. So, for all the monsters who are tuned in, I'm talking to a certified well-being coach, uh, Cara. Uh, Cara. <laughs> Leah Erigel Um, And so now we're talking um, A little bit Tapping a little bit into um, Certain issues that People my age Or people even younger Might um, be used to So sometimes The guilt, shame, or doubt That we feel about ourselves Can be amplified Especially if we live with anxiety or trauma and this is kind of a personal question on my end also and like when everything seems to be going fine your mind works against you sometimes and it plays back this loop of your worst experiences tells you it's going to happen again and this is going to fall apart it's not going to work you're going to be a failure and so there's always that thought train as much as you don't want it to happen it does flow through your brain and is there a way to get out of that loop i know it's kind of it's a very loaded question but at the very in the simplest form i guess is there a way to get out of that loop self-awareness is very important okay so self-awareness which is really knowing who you're knowing who you're not and being fine with both Mm. um acceptance is enough so then you know all these things about your and it's okay and most importantly self-love and self-love is boundaries 
again, that's a challenge in our, but very, very important. Um, something as simple, ano ba yan? Tataba mo na. You can set your boundaries. Oy, ba't di ka pa nag-aasawa? Ilang taon ka na. Is, you know, boundaries. That's self-love. Um, knowing when you're not feeling sick and when to stay and when to leave. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna say, gonna say, especially your age, right? Uh, when we date and we fall in love with one, diba what we I what you like kaya about me? Okay, do kaya so that you like me. Lady House, please, practicing self-love and ask, ako ba siya? Mm-mm. What do I like about him? Or what right. like about this person? Does this person make me feel sick? Does this one make me feel good about myself? Instead of, you know, making tumbling to make sure he likes you. Pick our culture, but it doesn't have to be like that. We need to change this general whole whether you are 50 50 practicing self-love is thing do I like this person as opposed to going out of your ask does this person like true yeah it's one way to practice self and so I I like that it flips the script also. And I think that there were some dating coaches before that I watched on YouTube. It flips the script. Instead of like trying to make sure you meet their expectations, it's trying to see it in your perspective if they meet yours. And um, yeah, if, they, if you like yes. them. So yeah, I totally agree with that. <laughs> now... Um, uh, yeah, so self-love, definitely important. Something that we all still have to learn. It's a constant process also of reminding yourselves <laughs> to love yourself also. Even on your um, least favorite days, and your bad days. Now, I read somewhere also, um, Leia, if this is okay for me to ask also, that um, you learn how to own your own adoption story. Now, could you tell us a little bit about that? How did you overcome the discovery before you made it you made it define you or who you are? Okay. Um, I found out I was adopted at a very young age. Uh, during a time and Adoption was like this whole Brad Pitt, Lena Jolie, <laughs> Sandra Bullock, right. where it's cool now, right? Um, back in the day, back in the day, there was such shame about adopt, because means you cannot, you know, the couple could not give birth, and you know, our culture is more the manier when it comes children, <laughs> so. That in that time in our adopt be, ha, ha, adopted children meant kulang ka, you know, as as a couple. Um, and so when I was when I found out that I adopted, I got mixed signal from my uh, from my parents. Mm-hmm. You know, we love you very much, very special. You were chosen better than other people. Tell anybody. 
and bless their hearts doing what they knew to do. As it is naman with our parents. You know, they, they do what they need to do. Uh, but I grew up with it's is it but if it's good, why am why am I supposed to keep it a secret? You know, um and so lived with shame and when you live with shame you have a lot of anger. And I didn't know all of that. I was totally clueless. I was a very angry person. Mm-hmm. Up until I reached a point where I became a single mom with young kids. I realized that I wasn't a victim. Sama-sama ng ibang Oh, no. I had patterns that kept, re- toxic patterns that kept repeating and repeating because I saw the world as not a safe. And so that's when I realized as a single mom, kids, I said, I need to on myself. I need to work on myself so that that whole story doesn't happen to my children. Mm. And that's when I, when I started my, my self-awareness journey. So, upon a time, Nikki, I couldn't see the word adopted without feeling like oh. heavy. Um, like in my throat. But mm-hmm. now I say because that's that's what led me to for my hero story. That's led me to say we have work to do, we need to do this now. Mm-hmm. And I want to say and I hope my daughters listen Knox. <laughs> uh, I've I, I've done I the work up to now. Daughter does her own work and son does his. You know it's it's because we've had to, so we language. You mm-hmm. know, um, and I'm not saying that we fight. I'm not saying don't go through um, misunderstand. But what I'm saying is we know the work, so at some point we. Someone needs to apply. Someone needs to step. You know, um, just the other day, okay, maybe last week, um, my daughter posted on Facebook and she, like, uh, I there was no occasion and she just said, thank mom for raising us the way they did and for doing the work. Mm. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so sweet. Oh. <laughs> all those who are single moms there who are feeling certain um, or if you know for, for parents who are having difficulties with their children doing the inner work helps and it's so much more important for parents to show their children that they make mistakes they get up, they try and mm-hmm. then to show children that we are pecked because that is a lie. So, yeah. I mean, they are. I don't even know what your question is, but yeah. <laughs> so, thank you. All are. So, person mm-hmm. is a myth. Mm-hmm. And ourselves um, to be perfect just adds to the frustration and the harsh self-judgment 
there's this thing fun about perfection because it's I. So I'm really glad that you were able to share um, that with me tonight and with the monsters who are tuned in. Super appreciate it. So thank you for sharing that bit of yourself also on the show. And I think that there's something to take away from that for sure. Like the, in you have to work on your inner self also, so that like how you are inside kind of reflects also how you'll be on the outside with others. And so it's very heartwarming. Also, to to learn that from a parent, Bisma, I think a lot of us kids, I think, I not mean the kids, but like people my age, kind of hope to have that kind of conversation or that discovery also about their parents. And so um, there is hope after all. There's hope after all. So thank you for uh, sharing and showing that also to monsters who are listening also. Um, this is heard on Thursdays. Now uh, we are talking to Leah Erigel, who is a certified coach or a well-being coach, a narrative coach, and also a self-love solutions teacher. So before that, though, you were in corporate. You worked in the creative world, in media, in marketing for about 20 years before you left, and then started this whole coaching journey that you have now, Heartworks Healing. But did you immediately know that you were going to head into being becoming a well-being coach? What led you into starting Heartworks Healing Coaching? Not at all. It's wonderful, serendipitous thing happened because I got burned out. Mm. Um, again, single mom, so it was always about making sure that my kids were fine and. And then at some point in my life, they were living their own lives, they were fine. And one day, I just, enough, the whole corporate thing, yeah, like, I was burnt out. So, so I left. I just, I quit. Something I never had the, the, the leisure to do when I was raising my kid myself. Um, that point in my life I left corporate when I just said I don't like this life anymore I know what I was gonna do and that was the lowest points of my life because I realized when I got up that for 20s my work depended on the calling card said mm. there you know V marketing that's me right. I'm awesome <laughs> and then wala na you know uh and then a good mine, um, Jack Villanueva, she's, um, she's a fair of mommy mundo. She see, there's this um, strengths founder, um, certified strengths, uh, people acuity. She's a founder. She here. Let's go take it. And I'm like, I had no idea what she would be about, but I'm <laughs> like, kalad ka ang trabaho eh. So, I went, you know. And, and that changed my life, really. The, this, you know, this finding your strength, you know, living strength, seeing your strengths. Um, and I said, it was like, to me, to a moment, oh, I want to be, be a coach. Mm. And so I went through the whole vacation thing, became a strength strategies coach. Now, uh, in terms of you being called a certified strength strategist, can you tell us what this is about exactly? So do you help your clients strategize in order to build their strengths or identify their strengths? It's called that because 
we all have we all have strengths mm. and we all have signal strengths now there are surveys like to take the uh, clifton strengths which is like the executive base mm-hmm. They you have, there are 34 strengths of the top five, and then the values in action um, strength survey is free, so I urge you to take. And for they say that have five strengths, five signature strengths, okay. And it through these five strengths to see the world, because we don't see the world it is. We see the world as we are. An example. Uh, for example, your one strength is responsibility. And my number strength is empathy. Okay. Let's say I said, I don't know why my ex still keeps calling me and... Uh, for us to get together all that he's done for me I can't imagine would still do that it's very hurtful for me see I'm seeing from this of empathy because number strength ko yun ikal number one strength mo responsibility ang sasabihin mo malama wala ka nang you don't owe him anything anymore <laughs> not together anymore not you're not responsible anymore because you're not together. See, same situation, but a different ways of thinking. So when we see through our strengths, we see from strong instead of what's wrong. Mm, okay, all right. Um, and was, that was a game, yeah, that game changer because then I was, oh my God. So I had, you know, first thing I did was to have my kids take the strengths there. And I realized things about them, you know, like, like for example, uh, when my son was up, we always have clashes. Because one of my strength activators, let's do this. My son would always say, what is it for? Why are we doing that? And because I was his mom, I would think he's not expecting me. Why is he asking me? When we want, when I want to do something, we do. And then when he took the test, realized his number one strength was uh, uh, analytical. So a person with analytical strength, this is the one, hindi yung gag unless alam niya lahat. And it, uh, it was clashing with my actor strength. <laughs> So that's that's how awesome that is. So yeah, it's yeah. almost similar to like love languages to know how to communicate with the other person or to know why the person is the way exactly. that they are. Very interesting. Yes, yes, oh. yes. So take this as values in action. Um, it's free. It's a survey, and that's the survey that the Yale University uses in um, science of well-being or the road oh, to happiness right. it's an it's an actual course yeah, yeah. okay yeah all right I and it's free okay it's free monster so try yeah. it figure out what your strengths are 
Now, um, you're also a coach for riding through transitions. How does riding help guide people through transformation? Is, is this similar to journaling? Yes, it's similar to journaling. Um, kind of writing that I'm talking is not writing that we know. Mm. where everything has to be dead, everything has to be thought of. No, it's it's really, it's more free writing. It's more, I, uh, in, in my coaching, I ask, you don't check your, you don't check your grammar. Usually <laughs> I do free flowing or free writing. Big goal of that is to take everything out here in your head into paper. Um, Writing that is a very powerful modality um, because then it brings out the elder room, everything that's here that this is, you know, to, to live life so heavily and burdens us when we're on paper. It's not so mm -hmm. scary namla my fears. Mm -hmm. um, and I use that with Trentons because all of us, and, and very people know this, that we all go through transition. Now, what is transition? Okay, change versus transition. Change is an Nikki 30. Mm. <laughs> yes. Is an event. Mm -mm. The change. Okay. So, Nikki deals, turning 30 is the transition. And constantly transitioning. We are either moving, moving through, or moving out. And it is important for us to acknowledge our transition because sometimes, no, sometimes, oftentimes, transition sabay sabay. You get 30, and then you need to move from house, and you decide to go into a job. That's transitions this. Mm -hmm important for us to acknowledge and so I am a transition and I use writing to help people transition with career transitions friendship transitions personal growth transition oh okay so it just helps them putting their thoughts on paper to kind of it's like unraveling your thoughts though when you write I think that's how I feel also when I journal sometimes and so it also it clears your head in the yes. sense that when you see it in writing and when you put it in like a journal or something it kind of helps you figure out like yeah maybe I should do something about this or maybe it's not a big of a deal as I thought it was so it's 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 in, yeah but it inspires you to do something and to kind of change your mindset or realize something also so that's great i love writing in my journal if only i can remember how to <laughs> like to write every so often <laughs> sometimes it's hard to remember but anyway um we are nearing the end of the show i just have a couple questions left as well um there's a popular rupaul moto especially in rupaul's drag race so if you can't love yourself how in the hell are you gonna love somebody else now can you share as a self-love solution teacher uh some tips on how we can express self-love and how we sh how should we be like when we have internal conversations with ourselves okay first say that um another thing was such a huge gift for me during the pandemic was 
taking Atma Prema Wellbeing Group's um, mm. self-solution program and certifying a teacher. Because while I had heard self-love, I didn't have any idea what it <laughs> meant. And take that, and taking that, first taking the program and being a self-love certified teacher has uplifted my life in the pandemic because teach people to love themselves and seeing the ah in their eyes is priced. Um, how do we, through with the self-love solution of Atma Prem being group, mm. uh, there are three pillars. So we self-nurturing, self-acceptance, and self-sovereignty. So these are the three pillars of the self-love solution program. Mm. And the basis of it is is that we start with knowledge that everything is energy. Okay? Everything energy. And so when our frequencies are raised, then that's when magical things are in our lives. How do we raise our frequency? Through self-love. So I was so grateful for the self-love solution program that actually now a part of the Atma Prema well-being, you know, before I was just a teacher, but now I'm part of um, the company as well. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Now, from, from a student, now you are the teacher. <laughs> yes. That's great. That's great. Now, um, tell us about HeartWorks Healing. What services do you offer? Um, who should come to you, like, well, like, what kind of person, I guess, or personality uh, should inquire about um, HeartWorks Healing? Um, okay. What I do with HeartWorks Healing is I help all reframe stories, change their stories that keep going on in this. Um, I help people going through transition, you know, transitions in their lives. And um, also people who would like to see their strengths, you know, strengths instead, you know, strong instead of room. Mm. Um, and I use the writing modality. That is one of the things that um, I use because I'm a writer. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of creative stuff that happen. I guess anyone wants to name their stories and go from from serving to thriving yeah that's anyone who feel that they need their heart stores to shape then get in touch with me <laughs> all right and we have been uh, sharing also the socials for heartworks healing on instagram also the website so we can look at the you can look at the services that you offer and also get to know you a little bit in your about page which is how i got to know you at first also <laughs> now um do you have any upcoming seminars or talks that you want to invite the monsters to do you hold uh seminars from time to time i do um 
for now, I'm still in the middle of creating my workshops for heartworking. However, for ACMA well-being groups, have a lot of stuff that has like we have, uh, we have self love info sessions. Mm -hmm. So that happens every week and find out what we offer. Um, we also do get well-being programs. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, mask is check out Hark's Healing, which that's my person, you know. And then there's the Atma Premise uh, Self Solution Program, and you can go and Instagram us out. All right. See which one works better for you both. Okay, there we go. And uh, finally, any final messages? Um, definitely go and say hi to your uh, to your kids who are tuned in also. But uh, any final messages for? Celebrating anniversaries and birthdays. What are uh, one last thing that you want would like to teach us monsters? Okay, but I want to say to all the monsters is always reinvent yourself. So it's always always a day to begin again. We are only as old as wink. <laughs> and as long as you Keep beginner's mind. You will ne never, never grow old. And finally, be kind to yourself and learn to talk to yourself, someone you love. All right. Okay. So, wow. I love this conversation. So thank you so much, Leah, for joining me this evening for Heard on Thursdays. Learn so much and. Um, you know, talking about guilt and trauma and anxiety and trying to overcome that and just trying to love yourself even more. Um, those are very pressing concerns for many people my age especially. And there are some people from different age groups, I'm sure, who feel the same way but maybe do feel some shame in trying to bring that into conversation or opening up about it. So hopefully this could help. Um, some monsters who uh, are feeling that way to open up more and actually acknowledge that they do feel that way and would like to seek some help and some counseling for that. So thank you so much, Leah Aragel, for joining me this evening. And uh, it's been a pleasure. And for now, though, for all the monsters who are tuned in, this has been Nikki Porter, heard on Thursdays. For the meantime, though, don't forget to keep it locked only here on The Monster. Bye, guys. Bye. Monster exclusive interview only from Manila's hottest Monster RX 93.1. The views expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect those of the station or its management. HOT heard on Thursdays. The podcast edition. Select episodes of the iconic radio talk show that made Philippine FM Radio Talk. Winner of KBB Golden Dove Awards for Best Magazine Program and Best Magazine Program Host. Heard on Thursdays goes on air late nights on the Monster and streams on the Monster Facebook page and YouTube channel at RX931. Also on twitch.tv slash Monster RX931. Only from Manila's hottest. Monster RX93.1. Thank you.